0: Wellington's amazing food rescuer Kai Bosch are holding their very important fundraiser Make a Meal in May. So to get us all inspired to cook up a storm, we are talking to one of the the twenty-six, I'm exaggerating a lot today, I've got two hundred and twenty-six down here. Community groups that regularly receive surplus food from Kibosh and also does a whole lot of work with the young people in our community. Donna Redmond and Casey James from the Boys and Girls Institute. Welcome to B Side Stories on Access Radio. Yay, Thank thanks, you. Laurie. Great. Thanks so, for having us. Oh it's just so good of you to come down. I know that, you know. It's a very busy time doing what you all do, but it is really nice for us to understand. So I think one of the main things was my understanding of the boy, you know, the girls and the BGI was that you had the association with the famous swimming pool down on Torrey Street. But please can you tell us a bit more about what BGI actually does?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, um, the swimming pool, as I'm sure if you've driven past there any time recently, is just a shell of a building yes. and then there's a just a kind of blank site um, after it. Um, it was probably about maybe 12 or 13 years ago um, that our board decided to make um, the call to... Um, to sell off our swimming pool and gym assets right um, and focus more on running programs and events for young people in Wellington wow, um, so yeah now we run a whole range of different um programs for young people mentoring um, art classes um, leadership programs, yeah. yeah.
0: It looks very exciting from what I can tell, but just how long ago did, did the Boys and Girls Institute start, and from what need did that arise?
1: Well, there is an interesting story that we believe might be a bit of a lie, but it's, um, <laughs> it's still interesting. Something,
0: something to go for um, anyway. We,
1: so we say that we were founded in 1883, um, but then there is some debate over there. There might be a kind of a year or two either side of that.
0: 1883? 1883.
1: 1883, yeah.
0: So you're not exaggerating
1: on No, I'm not. No, I promise.
0: Wow. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was,
1: um, the story goes, anyway, it was founded by a bunch of young people um, who um, noticed that their friends um, in Wellington were quite smelly. Um, and this is because, and uh, this is this is a part of the story that could be a lie, um, was that um, families needed somewhere to store their coal um, because everything, you know, they, you did your cooking um, on a coal range and that obviously heated your house right. um, so um, people stored their coal in their baths which meant that during winter people couldn't have a bath so people ended up being smelly um, so the story goes anyway a bunch of yeah. young people put I their love, money I together <laughs> put their money together and um, and founded the BGI um, as a swimming pool and gym for their mates to come and have a swim and work out etc no I love it
2: no, no girls <laughs> well no boys, boys did you right, yeah. right. so it was well, B- I think it, B- I. Yeah,
1: well, it was B.I., but before it was B.I., it was the Larrikins mission.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why we have Casey. Uh, right. on mission. <laughs> I can see why. Now, mm. that's a, I love being a Wellingtonian, and you kind of think you know everything, but then yeah. you hear a story like that. Yeah. and. Yeah, we're
2: didn't. just actually writing the history of BGI Good. in the form of a huge big 11 meter manua, which we're going to put up in our new renovated building. Um, up on McDonald Crescent, right? So, okay, which will be available for all to know. To
0: know see. that's yeah. great. So it's now exciting. let's talk about that. So the the visual home, which was sorry, and it's not Tory, it's uh, Tasman Street, isn't it? That's the, right. That, you know where we we are familiar with. Mm-hmm. So now you're in McDonald Crescent. Is that correct? Yes. And yeah. you will. So it's a new. But what is the building like? Is it a hall or is it?
1: Well, we um, residents. That's funny. Actually, the uh, the building that we're in is called Troop House. Which is on McDonald Crescent, and we actually moved in there probably I don't know 13 years ago as a temporary measure. Right. So basically, we just moved all of our Being stuff camping. in. Camping, yeah, camping, <laughs> basically. <laughs> camping. Um, so we've we've basically been camping ever since. Um, and uh, these plans have been in the works for quite a long time, mm. um, probably a good four years or so. We've yeah. been um, working on these, and it's all kind of finally coming together. Yes.
2: Mm. So we have right. big plans and. Kind of the vision is to create a a community or a home away from home at BGI for people, young people, people isolated. From their communities, or you know, anyone and everyone will be welcome, and out of that will be our community kitchen. Great. Okay, so we're warming up. We're getting back. Yeah, we're we're getting. We're we're
0: warming up to that. But just firstly, what kind of kids and and families, you know, do you end up uh, interacting with?
1: I guess I mean we see um, a really kind of broad range of young people, um, and it's the way that our programs are um, are arranged. We call it the continuum of need. But if you imagine one down one end, you've got what we call our intervention programs, right? And then down the other end, you've got our innovation programs, right? Um, so intervention is maybe when things aren't going too well. Um, you know, um, we work with quite a few youth justice cases, so they right. get referred to us via the police and SIFs.
0: Right. Wow.
1: Um, and then over to the other end of the spectrum, the innovation um, side of things is young people that are doing really well, and we're kind of building them up even more by, Youth you know, leadership. Yeah, program. yeah. Um, and then we do have some programs in between, like, art classes, you know, which we call inspiration.
2: Great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on a good day, we've got about 18 programs that we run that all or most of the time. Mm. Wow. And about 10 staff. Yeah, we're busy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and so are the kids coming from all over Wellington, or is yeah. it
2: an area? Or no, we 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 were more um, focused on Wellington City in the wider, yes. but we have stretched out just most recently to far further afield, Pohara. Tighter. Yeah. yeah. Great, great. Yeah. And so is there I guess when you're talking
0: about these two scales, is there good interaction between the, the opposite ends of what you're talking about. Well, you very I'm, I'm trying to be PC, oh aren't God. I? Did you yeah, like that? <laughs> no,
1: because um, by, you know, when we kind of invented this continuum, there was a part of it that kind of felt a bit odd, you know, um, that you kind of could only move in one direction, yep. if you know what I mean. Um, so sometimes we've tried to visualize it as almost like a cycle. So young people might join us with our intervention programs right. and through that build themselves up and then once the time they get to our innovation programs, then they can give back to nice. the program mm. that um, that gave them the help, so we quite often see. Young people who have um, joined us on the Challenge for Change mentoring program, right? Um, and then a few years down the track, have come back as leaders um, to help lead the young people that have just joined.
0: That's amazing, yeah. and you seem to have quite a lo- loyal following. I did read in the newspaper, which was another one of those BGI things that kept pointing at me. That lovely gentleman that sold his house bus yeah. and gave all the money to, to yeah. BGI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's cool. He he's been a mentor twice on our on our sort of our flagship mentoring program challenge page mm. yeah very nice guy
1: And we've been quite lucky over our time um, to get a few kind of bequests and donations Mm. like that Mm. um, that have um, allowed us to continue doing what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Mm. And um, I guess also you get a bit of funding, I notice, from, you know, what is the importance, because I know funding isn't that easy to come by, what are the outcomes that people uh, are seeing that that allow them to to want to, to give through that funding to BGI?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we have a f- um, quite a few long-standing programs um, that, you know, once we sold off the pool and the gym, um, right. you know, we took them over straight away. Um, so cha- uh, Challenge for Change is probably our most well-known um, program, yeah. a mentoring program for 9- to 13-year-olds. Great. Um, and, I mean, that, that program's become... So entrenched in the community and um, with many teachers and schools that I mean I don't want to say it runs itself, but um, <laughs> the, you know the words out there that um, there's always far too many um, kids and volunteer mentors than we can ever take on. Um, so yeah, we don't really have to do any advertising; it just kind no. of happens every year. You know, yeah, what a
2: so, wonderful thing! Yeah, yeah. We, we picked up Challenge for Change I think twelve years ago and. Um, it wasn't so As successful as it is now I suppose right. And Jacinta Cref, um Last year got the Wellington She was recognised by the Positively Wellington You know I think it's one of the biggest accolades that the council can give somebody um and yeah so she has been running it i think this is the 18th program that's great so sorry
0: was that part of the community awards or the the, good good okay that's good to hear Mm -hmm. good news and so donna let's talk a little about a bit about your role so so what is your role within the BGI.
2: Ha-ha, roles. Uh, Um, Okay, title. (laughs) Role is a luxury. No, it's good. Um, Okay, title is office manager. Many hats come from that, but Mm, we're just talking about challenge for change. Um, I help facilitate Jacinta, uh, run a parenting program that is associated with the mentoring program. So... um, the mentoring program would have about twenty families at a time coming through, and of that, uh, of the chi- the parents of those children are strongly encouraged to come along and do the parenting program because, of, for want of a better word, it's a, a whole holistic yes program. Um, so we that believe makes that, sense. yeah, yep. well, to make it work yep. um as well as it does, we kind of um, believe that you know every. All family are involved. Yes. Um, so the parenting program. Good. Yeah, and, and it's fantastic. So, um, and parents are often a little bit reluctant to come along. You know, kid, do I have to come, or you know, will my kids not feel out on the program if I don't come? to right, That's yeah. week one, and sort of like week three, they're you know just bursting to get there. Oh, we yeah. Um, and the community kitchen, which we'll get back to, because yes. I'm quite you know good at getting back to that, <laughs> um, and it is a big passion of mine. Good. Um, that kind of sprung from a need that we saw. So right. the parents. Parents come in and um, we, we're feeding them we're also teaching them through the program about the um, real importance of good nutrition for yes. families in Wellington and that's not always an easy thing um, and at the end of the sessions, we were giving them our leftover kibosh. we feed them with, you know, the wonderful recycled food that we gathered from kibosh. And um, we were giving them food to take home. Next week at, you know, a home visit, I would go and the broccoli would still be sitting in the fridge because they didn't actually know what to do with it. So we are like, we had a a bit of an aha moment and um, decided that not only would we, um, provide nutritious food for them, we would give them um, some life skills back that have long been forgotten, really, and not just the parents but starting with the children, so the children instead of, um, you know, I don't know when parents ask them what they want for dinner, and it was always a label like you know, all of those naughty um, takeaway places. Is that it we It's amazing shan't to mention. how far we've shifted. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, there's a long, long way to shift back, but there, I mean, those uh, those really grassroots cooking skills are a dying thing mm. in some communities, mm. and so um, yeah, we've felt it quite an important responsibility to be able to, you know, bring someone in back, encourage. Reinstate them. Yeah. So the photo you sent me of you cooking away in the kitchen, Uh I love
0: it. That's me. It's like, but Donna, we can't see you. You're under a frying pan.
2: (laughs) So is is that part of your role as well? So you're actually also... Teaching yeah, yeah sure that, that was <laughs> cool that was um part of another program that we do called journeys and um, that had many different modules and one of them was it was called Kitchen Club and it was really it was sort of like cool cooking um, for children after school, and they were um, 13 to 18 year olds right. and you might think and we went into schools and we worked with social workers there and you know these are children that were recommended maybe by their school principals or the social worker or, um, and so we went into schools to promote the modules of the programme and they were like oh miss will it be like School, sort of thing, but absolutely not. It was so much fun, and we had you know special guest chefs come in and teach them skills. But um, they loved it so much, and we will still continue. We're just in a um, temporary building at the moment, it doesn't allow us the same. So, when you say the community kitchen, what is the
0: intention with that? Because that sounds like a big kitchen for everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, hopefully <laughs> yeah. it will be. And it's kind of like you know, Kaibosh by getting that food from Kaibosh it's right. said, it's enabled us to um you know, food is such a fast kind of way to to get, you know, people on board with things. Yes. And so, um it will it will be um a gathering place for for Wellington, really, for people of Wellington, young people, families, old people, lonely people, isolated people. And wow. another side of it that we um, really encourage, sort of part of the Kaupapa BJ is to give back as well. Mm. So we want people to come in, um, you know, cook some kai, enjoy the kai with us, be part of our programs, come back and help us with other programs, right. learn how to cook, and also... Um, you know, give food out to their community. So, yeah. yeah, we've got lots of lots of big ideas for the community kitchen.
0: Wow, what a fantastic idea. And mm. I, I guess, you know, it's funny because I know there's a real, there's a slight divide going on around this topic at the moment. In your heart of hearts, you are telling me that there is a
2: need for this. Yeah, I think it's, I think one, um, you know, one in five children in Wellington go to school hungry. And they go to school without lunch. And, um, you know, we see this as our chance to make a difference. They're, yeah. they're, I mean, we've seen it. And probably before I worked at BGI, I wouldn't have quite believed it to you right, know, the yourself. point that it is. Yep. yep, absolutely. Donna, how long have you been at BGI for now? Well, I became part of BGI four years ago. My son did the Challenge training right. program. Yep, I came back, so I did the parenting program. And I um, came back and volunteered. Every uh, People try and tell me, Jacinta tries to tell me that it wasn't because I was so bad at the parenting program. They made me come back. But um, So for a few years, I came back and volunteered and helped right. Jacinta make the cups of tea and, you know, <laughs> entertain and... Um, yeah, j- just be part of it, and then I got a part time job at BGI, and, right. now and I'm very passionate now, yeah, about it. Yeah, now, I what can I see that mm. you're very entrenched.
0: Yeah, Casey, what is your role?
1: What is my role? Yeah. How
0: many have do you have on? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I call myself a youth worker. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I work um, primarily with youth justice cases. Right. Um, so young people that get referred to us yeah, via police or SIFs. Yeah. Um, and I also work um, really closely with our director Ross um, in um, making sure that yeah we run smoothly and we have money to pay for cups of tea and <laughs> all, yes. every, all that kind of stuff. Great. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, what is it about your your role and what you do that you? feel is so critical or important or gets you out of bed in the morning?
1: Um, I think it's the relationships that we have. Right. Um, and it's relationships not only with the young people but, um, but with their wider family. Yeah. Um, and I think that really, um, you know, that does make such a big difference to, to know the family Yes. Um, on 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 that kind of level. You mm. know? Um,
2: so for the graduation, because um, the children do a really structured six month. We're talking about challenge change right. still, but yes. the six month very structured part of the program, and then um, after that they have a graduation and. Um, previously we've had them at Government House and Beehive and I Lot Theatre and last <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. And which we um, get
1: donated, by the way.
2: A lot. Oh do we? <laughs> um, good. And uh, so they're encouraged to, you know, bring family and friends or whoever they would like to see. And so we're sort of catering for three hundred people at, at that function. So that's sort of out of those twenty families that that is the wider community of them that we um, that you're that would we reach on, yeah. to yeah. so each graduation is two or three hundred people
0: yeah wow yeah.
2: that's and, huge yeah
0: Donna why do you do why are you so passionate about what you do
2: what um, is it for you but love people yeah yeah um, and yeah I think that is the thing about BGI is that it's not um, it's not there for anything but to to help people in Wellington and help the young people of Wellington and through that I think help people further out in the community so yeah we've just made a little bit of a pitch to the City Council to help us um, monetary wise with With the community kitchen and with the vision that we see for that is that we will be, you know, really enhancing Wellington. And I think that's what we do now on a smaller scale. And we'll continue to do whether the Mm. council, please, please give us money. Um, But yeah, and we'll do it at whatever level. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, we we want to see it grow bigger and bigger. Great. Mm.
0: And so if we could say one thing to Wellingtonians about the Kaibosh fundraiser to uh, make a meal in May, what would you be saying to them being recipients of that food that so regularly comes to you to help your
2: families? I mean, I, for me, Kaibosh is just, you know, you. I mean, support Kaibosh. Please support Kaibosh. It's fantastic. I mean, they... You know, I think they just um, set the way for, you know, how things should be. Zero waste. And anyway. Zero poverty. Yeah. And they are big issues in Wellington. So why wouldn't you? Yay.
1: Mm. And, I mean, they do so much, um, the team down there. I think they've got, what, two employees and all the rest are volunteers.
2: Yeah. It's amazing, um, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. They're amazing.